0: Going is it we're going hot? Is it we're going hot? We're hot. Are we hot? hot? Is everything on? We're are pretty we
1: hot? We're, are we too hot? Hansel, Hansel, hot? So hot right now. Should we both be at seven? I don't know. I'm on seven. Seven,
0: on is, seven? The seven is the number of completion. All right, guys. Hello and welcome to the Cat and Cloud Coffee Podcast. This is Chris Baca and Jared Truby in Santa Cruz, California. Woo! Charles is on a fantastic voyage somewhere, as usual, and we wish him the best. I don't know where Where's he going. to The city? He's set? in San Francisco, in seeing San Francisco, off some friends. The sucker free city kickstarter update just gonna get it cracking we're recording now we have five days left this is gonna drop monday true so that'll only give you two or three days to either donate or share or tell all your friends and that's my hard plug. Hard, plug hard plug i might even pitch this sunday to give them an extra day maybe we'll release this sunday hot sunday night hot sunday nights in my radio hot summer nights hot summer nights
1: summer in the city hot damn
0: summer in the city (laughs) we've got
1: 252 backers phenomenal sitting just under $27,000 right now we're very close i can so so close i can smell it. it i can feel it i can feel it in my bones all that support is making us feel really really good so we just gotta thank you so much um and then you know thank you while also asking please continue to help and share as best you can because this is really making a difference um i said i put out a little update on the internet for all y'all who didn't see i went facebook live this morning we met with the environmental health of santa cruz county we've been having some issues with them in approving our roaster and what the problem is with roasters in case uh, anybody's deciding to open up something is um there aren't any listings for sanitation and so and there's other issues with the exhaust so a lot of times they consider roasters something to do with food and basically what that means is they want you to put a hood in there but there's an afterburner already and it's really hard to explain to a county official even though you can break it down with them it burns up all the emissions it burns up all the and sends it straight out of the building it's hard to somehow convince them that you still don't need a hood
0: yeah they're trying to make food safety rules apply to the roaster because it's in a retail space that's the same building even though it's a different
1: area yeah even though we're sealed off
0: which is totally different than a roaster being in a warehouse where it's just considered a piece of food processing equipment and not prep and you don't need to have the, you know, weird wipeable surface above the opening and above the cooling tray, which I've never heard of, or a hood in addition to the afterburner, which again, we've also never heard of. So So basically the moral of the story is plan far in
1: advance. If you're going to be opening a retail and roasting outlet in the same building, or perhaps separate the two entirely if you can to avoid somewhat of a headache. We really think it's going to be a sick shop and it's totally worth it for us. But get get your mind in the game if that's the route you want to go in the future. Or don't live in California. Or also don't live in California. <laughs> we then love you it. get away with a lot it's of great. stuff. You can do anything
0: <laughs> you want outside of California.
1: <laughs> so um, on this episode, we figured that we'd let you guys um, in a little bit more on our official company values. Chris Charles and I have been talking about them a lot recently. And we believe that if you're going to start a company, there's literally nothing that you can do with intention if you can't decide what your company values are beyond that. With the exception of yes, you can get some nice coffee potentially and roast it and serve some nice coffee. But anything business or team building related or basically everything else, falls under the yeah you need you need some company values
0: yeah we'll go over the values we'll list them and this is something we've always had in the back of our heads and we kind of cranked it up a notch because we started putting together our interview questions and kind of honing in on our interview process and I've always hated interviewing I felt that where I've worked in the past it was kind of like a, a waste of time because you had all these questions some of them are good questions some of them are bad questions but at the end of the day, you never knew what to do with the answers. So the example that I had was the really kind of generic interview question, which is a good question, which is, you know, tell us about a time you had a conflict with a coworker. How did you resolve that? Okay. Right. If everybody who's ever had a job interview has been asked that question. So I'm just like, OK, what does that mean? So that's where the values come in. And the values are like a looking glass or a set of lenses that you look at everything through so you're not just saying like okay that guy said this or or she said well i did this and then let it lie you're like okay how does that filter Mm -hmm. through our values is this the kind of person who is about the same things that we are right i mean we really 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 did not want
1: to have one of those companies where you Ask somebody a lot of questions, and at the end of the interview, even if they didn't answer them right, you were still like, "Well, I really like that person. They really gave off a good energy." Or even worse, like they look like they should work here, or something to that effect. Like we, we want actually the interview process to be a, a group of questions put together that, when asked, uh, we're seeking somebody who who falls under the line of our values, and potentially that person, maybe doesn't necessarily interview, um, perfectly. You can you know like somebody can come off nervous or funky, but if if you see them as teachable and answering all the questions in line with our values, then they're a winner, potentially. So they're they're a candidate, even though maybe they wouldn't look like one to somebody else.
0: Yeah, I mean, really, we should develop this into an algorithm and sell it to match.com because oh, I yes. think we're on to something here. But we pretty much will. It, it, we haven't, you know, done a bunch of interviews yet or anything like that, but I think this is going to change the interview process for me or or how I look at it.
1: Big time for me as well. So... So you guys ready to learn who we are so that you guys can f- cheat our interview process and yeah. make up words? Yeah, right. We'll figure you out.
0: Cheat the interview. So we have the values bulleted out. And then there's some fine print here, but I think we're just going to riff the we'll fine riff. print. We'll riff the fine print. And generally, um, You're going to have to come to
1: orientation to do something to get real with us beyond this.
0: Yeah. So number one is we work as a team. We work as a team. And that's kind of been our MO since day one. And that's where... Jared and I have really seen the most success, and now the addition of Charles into that mix, we've seen even more success. And we really believe that the, you know, the sum can accomplish more than just individual people. Big so time. We're not trying to have one person just be like the only superstar or I do everything. I got all the responsibility. I make all the decisions. All goes through me. You know, it's if we all win we all win together if we lose we all lose together
1: yeah and that's on all
0: levels from the top down
1: we want to we want to make that really clear and transparent from the get-go um down to like one of one of the ideas that's come up in the past is like if somebody has an amazing initiative but they're whatever in their first month or two we might we might train them up but we still might let them lead that initiative if if it's something important and let them be the leader on a project even though they may be not necessarily the most seasoned veteran at the place. If it falls in line with all the rest of our company values, then the team will follow this leader. Yeah. It's totally okay. And and actually maybe more important.
0: And I've used the sports analogy probably more times than I can count, but I'll say it again. I really think of, you know, building your team at your company is the same way of building like a sports team or sports franchise. So you want everything working together in harmony and you don't have to be the star if you're the coach and directing all the players and letting them use all their strengths for the betterment of the team, you win games. Big time. doesn't matter if you're on the pedestal or not. So, like, sh- lock that in, dude. Lock get it in and get, get 73. It's you not know? just about Steve It's ball movement, Kerr. dude. It's not just about Steph Kerr. <laughs> <laughs>
1: it's not just about Clay Tom. Steph Curry with the shot.
0: Oh, Shit. they're all good, but
1: man, if those if those teammates don't come off the bench and hit Ego Dala, don't come in and bring the heat, if all my boys don't come in and hit threes, dude, if Martin doesn't come in and dunk on people, there's no energy. And the real truth is, not everybody has a Steph Curry. Dude, not everybody's even got energy mean all the that time. You can't win games. You know, nah. you got, just, you
0: lock that thing in, dude. As they say, teamwork makes the dream the teamwork work. Teamwork makes the dream work. You want part, to roll in? Yeah. Two?
1: Part two, we're calling out. We are professionals. And this is kind of a sum of a lot of things that we talked about. Like um, we value we value time generally a, and we have we value efficiency and quality of product. And we value trust. Um, so we're we're trying to impart all those things into one thing. And we figured out that that in our minds means professional. We, sh- we show up on time. We plan accordingly for whatever we're attempting to do. Um, we Again, we have really specific um, standards when it comes to espresso preparation and and how we want things to taste, uh, and then we teach everybody to be that same way, and, and hopefully we see in an interview process that you're going to be somebody who wants to be that way as well.
0: Yeah, it's showing up prepared and getting ready to put your best into the craft, and then the little details within the craft are things that we think make the difference between good baristas and a good customer experience and great baristas and a great customer experience. So we are keeping things tidy where we want to keep things organized. Mm-hmm. We want to be really attentive, just down to the little teeniest, teeniest detail. Cause all of those things are professionalism to us. Cause at the end of the day, we're repping ourselves, but we're also repping the entire specialty coffee industry. And we mm-hmm. want people to have a good experience with that industry so that we can all be bad to the bone. This next one's my favorite. Because it's, it's so real to our hearts. It's so real. It is. We are true to ourselves and we function with intentionality. So this is us saying we're not going to do things just to do them. We don't operate in the FOMO state of mind, which is the fear of missing out. Mm-hmm. We don't operate in the follow the leader mentality or this is the new hot trend. We need to jump on it or everything's going to explode. We've seen that go bad so many times. It, it just is not fun for us. We didn't go into business to just follow follow trends.
1: Yeah, we need something to be proven. It, it reminds me of that. We just released the uh, original video, the one in one, and we talked about it on our last episode. And in that blog post, Chris has a, a picture of this shirt we made. That it was a it was like a no V sixty shirt. And uh, somebody asked me that about that. And at the time, the V sixty had just come out, and everybody was automatically saying it was the best pour-over of all time. There's nothing better and so on and so forth. And there was this huge rant and rave about how it was so amazing and the spirals and the extractions going to be perfect. And Chris and I were sitting in our house like, this is so cool. Yeah, it looks cool, but this is absolute BS. Like, And just to my point, now we've got the Kalita Wave, which is now the best pour-over of all time. And it's just 100% how it was. And it's it's always like this to a degree, but we really just cannot well, that, stand.
0: That was extreme. I mean, that was an extreme case, yeah, but it no, was it but reminded it's, me it's exactly a good case. of it. It's a good case. I mean, it, that was an extreme case of where people were putting the device above everything else and literally being like, you can basically brew however you want in here. <laughs> I can do like a hot 60-second brew, and it's good because of the spirals. And it's like, nope. no, your, your bee house actually can't taste good because it's not a V60. and. You know, people are trying to find a replacement for the Clover, which had just been bought by Starbucks. Yeah, it was like and a And that time. Was not cool anymore. And there's this whole thing And people like V60 can do no wrong. And I'm just like, Pff. me and Jerry were like, nah. You, you're. It's, it's not about the device, okay. It's about the execution. It's about your coffee to water ratio, your grind right. setting, everything else. The device is the last thing you should. And
1: be we didn't about. have, yeah, we didn't have the format to talk about that. And maybe the, the same way we, or actually maybe we just weren't grown up and mature enough well, to talk about a in the really same good way blog post about it well I we think. did we did actually but yeah. people always just assumed we were trying to be like um they thought we were just trying to be shit. badasses. yeah, yeah like, like all we those just, guys are just talking crap they're yeah, hell cool but, uh, Like trying to be
0: like the motorcycle kid, rebels yeah, or <laughs> something <laughs> like that just like a
1: couple of leather the vests and like some flames on our helmets <laughs> but <laughs> helmets. yeah that
0: that mindset we're we're not really big fans of that we want to do things that Come from our hearts because those are the things that are going to make us do our best work and those mm-hmm. are the things that are going to challenge us the most and that's what we want to put on stage and, and that's why one of the big reasons why we're doing this project together because yeah. we've got something unique that we want to share with everybody. We
1: fully expect some people to not get some of the things we do
0: and that's going to be okay. And if that means missing out on whatever trend for a while and being uncool in the minds of other people for a while, we're totally down with that. Sick. It doesn't bother us.
1: Uh, the next value is that we reward hard work and our idea behind this is that, um, you know, we're always, we're always trying to improve. We're always trying to push ourselves, but there's also this other thing that can happen. And it's the, it's the, it's where you get into a rut of sorts where you're just working and working and working and working. And it feels like there's no positive feedback. There's no relief. There's no energy given back. And, oh, and the cat just almost killed me right then. Um, And we just we don't want to be the company that does things at the risk of sacrificing mental or physical health. There's some companies that are like, at all costs we must succeed. And for us there's sure, there's gonna be like maybe some times where there's some major weeks. But we wanna balance out those major weeks in whatever way we can with some R and R for our team. And that can there's like a number of different ways we've thought about doing this. So we're gonna keep that under the under the blanket
0: for a while. Got some hot ideas. Hot ideas. And then Another way that we think about rewarding hard work is just creating a working environment that's awesome to be in. Yeah. Because I don't believe that, you know, all hard work has to be bad. People associate, oh, exactly. it's hard work. Like, I'm so drained and it's bad. It's like, if you, you could totally bust your ass in like an awesome environment and that can be part of the reward. And you can get energy from it. You can that. get energy from it. Yeah. yeah. So it's, it's both of those things. It's cultivating that energy and just being like, dude, you need to take a couple of days off and go skate and right. decompress because you just opened a new store and you killed it for three months. Yeah, dude, obviously. <laughs> roll out. Roll out. As my friend Ludacris says. And beyond that. Roll out. One of the things that's most near and dear
1: to my heart is actually giving the credit where credit is due. due. We talked about this, the, the whole Phil, Phil Jackson, the coach of the team. Yeah. I really want, if I have a training team that does a huge and amazing thing, I don't need it to be like, yeah, my company killed it so bad. I want to be like, yeah, my (laughs) training team headed up by these people did it. I did this part. They did this part. They took the help. like, I want to be able to do that as an owner. And and that, to me, is also a really important way of rewarding hard work. Because sometimes
0: you have a peacock and you just got to let let them fly. fly. (laughs) (laughs) Give them the next one, Chris. We are constantly learning and improving scholastic mothers, (laughs) coolastic,
1: coolastic scholastic.
0: This is important because these are things that drive us. Like one Mm -hmm. of the things I can't stand the most is just the feeling of being stagnant and the feeling of not improving, not just in my craft, but like myself as a whole, as a human being, Yeah. whether that's with coffee or like my relationships with my friends or, or anything. So we totally believe in education and seeing opportunities and everything and just upping the game all the time. Mm-hmm. Never being satisfied with where we're at. We're happy with where we're at for right now. And then tomorrow, we're going to make it better. Hopefully better. Yeah. yeah.
1: And that's the deal. Yeah, we're hoping to foster more than just like professional growth, though. We're hoping to foster prof- uh, personal growth and, and literal like educational growth and, and business growth. All, all, every kind of uh, possible avenue we'd love to explore through our company if possible. We think that it's only going to give us uh, give Uh back to our company and to the people there. It's going to be really awesome. Oh, Uh uh-oh. Hi. Pause. I'm Jer. We're scrolling scrolling through some stuff. stuff. It's really cool. Maybe Maybe you skipped a page. page. So we that might have been it. Oh no! There you go. You missed one.
0: Oh. This one's
1: hot. You guys ready? You're gonna edit this. I'll edit that part. Yeah. Cool. Is it right here? We put on the show. We don't panic and we put on the show.
0: Oh yeah. Okay. This is this is a good one. We don't panic. <laughs>
1: Dude. There is nothing to panic about in any of your cafes ever. That, <laughs> at least for anybody to see.
0: And even outside of the cafe, going into, you know, a meeting atmosphere or a wholesale pitch atmosphere or whatever, nobody wants to see a panicky anybody. Because whenever I see anyone panicking, the first thing I think is Okay, that person does not have it under control. For sure. Which means they're not comfortable doing what they're doing. They're not going to do good work. And I'm just, it's just not a good experience. They're not going to do it for us. So it's, <laughs> there are moments that sometimes you think would necessitate a panic, but you got to collect yourself. You yeah. And that's, uh, it
1: comes down to us protecting, protecting energy, giving to our team. It's like if somebody's having a stressful day in such a way where they can't handle it. Then we'll we'll let them get out of there. But also, we want to be the kind of company that allows people to like to give energy, like pull somebody aside as a team and be like, "Hey, I need to chat for a second. I'm having like a full freakout moment. Let's just get this thing under control." Um, but there's there is nothing. There's no emergency. There's no anything so bad that we need to panic on stage. On stage, It's kind of true. Well, on the that'll, floor, that'll I know lead that leads into the next, next the next <laughs> and final value, uh, because at the end of the day. Everybody is still kind of being taken care of. And if something's not perfect, we can still do other amazing things if we put our minds to it and we collaborate and we work as a team because it's not ultimately up to you and there's other things going on in play. There's always an audible. Yeah, always an audible. Always an audible. Nothing to stress about. Panic leads to
0: distrust. Yeah. Panic leads to everything falling apart. It's all bad. Yeah. It's all bad. You can't lose your composure out there. (laughs) Such composure. You can't lose your composure. I mean, if you watch... The Fast and the Furious. You know, mm. Dominic Toretto never panics. Cool but. as a cucumber all the time. <laughs> it's freaking amazing. It's Straight fre- off the bridge. It's freaking amazing. Free falling hundreds and hundreds of feet. I'm going to drive this car over here. It's pretty chill. <laughs> He's
1: all, like, you know what? I know there's a river down there. I'm pretty sure it's deep Paul, enough. i Well, jump hit on in. Yeah, we're not going to die. Hey, P-Wall. Guaranteed. <laughs> Hop on the back of the Stingray and let's do this thing. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> Cliff diving. Oh, um, the last and final value final they value these are in yeah. no particular order as no. of current is we put on the show
1: now, that is like a deep belief that's a deep belief chris and i both are deeply moved by that
0: <laughs> well it's about you step behind the bar or you step behind the roaster anywhere where you're in a public space at your company where people can see you you know you're affecting the atmosphere of the whole situation you're, so on, stage you're on stage for real. You're on stage for real because your attitude and your emotions and whatever you're doing is going to determine the energy of the room. Yeah. So if you're having fun and your whole staff is having fun. So is everybody else. Everyone else is going to have fun.
1: They're not going to come in. I mean, even if somehow something goes wrong, you mess up their drink. If everybody's having fun and you are doing an amazing job serving that person and fixing the mistake, potentially, they're going to leave your store amped. It's gonna be you have so much opportunity to make everything amazing without doing anything but being really nice and outgoing and positive,
0: yeah, and this isn't like a contrived thing to where it's like, oh, we're gonna act like we're really happy, but actually we're not <laughs> it's just it's know, also not scripted it's not scripted, no, I mean, we wanna bring people in who are gonna just just leech out fun and that positive energy everywhere, but then everybody has. Weird days. Everybody has nights where they stayed up too late. Everybody had days where they just don't feel right, don't feel good. They and went to the show. They went to the show. <laughs> they had the drinks. And that's fine. We understand that. We've all done that. But it's not an excuse to get behind the bar and be low energy and not engage with customers. Or it's not an excuse to be behind the roaster and someone asks you about what you're doing and you're just like... around. <laughs> <laughs> the curve is perfect. It's just not... Leave me alone. It's just not cool. You have to be... At your peak, just all the time. You have to be peaking twenty four seven.
1: Have you guys ever peaked twenty four seven? Peaking right now for many many weeks. That's why we're thinking of balancing it out and giving you R and R after a huge peak. After a hashtag peak week, you
0: might get a nice weekend off.
1: Peak week weekend. Peak week peak weekend. Week. That's how we roll it out.
0: We're we're coining peak week right now. Yeah, sorry, you can't take it. You can't take it's it. It's been trademarked it's already. TM'd and <laughs>
1: copywritten. So I mean, for us, this this is the beginning of what is that should be there for every single business. If you don't have something like this, then it, for me, and I think for Chris as well, it's far harder to be intentional. We sat down and we were talking about our, our interview process and how Chris didn't like it. And he mentioned this earlier. He's like, I don't even, you know, I'm not, I'm having a hard time on how these questions are going to actually get us to who we want. And we, we got to it and we're like, okay, well, if somebody answers a question, on one of the answers with only one or two of the values, what happens? And we're like, okay, we need to construct an entire interview process that has opportunities for people to speak to or against every single one of these values without putting them right in your face. And if somebody goes through our interview process, we'll know by the end of it, a really general sense of what this person believes in and is all about in such a way where we can say, okay, you're definitely worth considering. We've got a part two to our interview process as well that we're not sharing with anybody. Um, because it's, we just have some ideas about interview processes that we want to put in play personally.
0: It's also nice, specifically with the interview process, to see things like this. Because we're going to interview a ton of really awesome people that we're not going to hire. I know. Ones that we like. People that we like. People, that that we like, people who we are could fun. Hire. People who we would totally hang out with on the weekends. Yeah. People that we're probably friends with. Yeah. Who will not end up getting hired. And it's not because we don't like them or all those things. It'll just be about these are the things that we hold most dear. Does this person hold those dear too? Right. And they exhibit the other right attributes to make them a great fit at Cat and Cloud. Yeah. So it's kind of. It's protection but It's relieving in a lot of ways. And then you can really feel good that like, okay, we did make the good hire. Right. We did it the right way. And then with everything else, you know, like I said, it's a lens to look through. So if we're going to do a collaboration with another company or if Mm -hmm. we have a new business idea or concept, it's like, does it stack up and hold weight? Does it align with these values? Does it work? Is it reflection of what we're all about? And if it's not, then we might have to pass on what seems like some really great opportunities because they're Mm -hmm. just not in our wheelhouse. And that's okay.
1: I mean, it's funny. I, I was just thinking about putting on the show again. And it's, there's something straightforward and simple that we didn't even talk about. And it's just that you and I like to have fun. We like to make things fun. It's true. We like to take the things that we take super seriously and still give them a, an edge that makes them entertaining and fun and lighthearted for us. And I think, especially with me, I know for the fact... I know for a fact. For the fact. For the fact, a fact. Fact. Over the years, people have thought that I don't take things seriously just because I can't help but put a little pizzazz or a little something something of my own to it. Just because my mind, let me share a little, just let me get you in my heart and my mind. (laughs) My mind is always somehow thinking in terms of how would this situation be funny in a script for a movie? (laughs) I'm literally thinking about like whatever somebody would respond to that would make me laugh or this, that, and the other. And I'm not even thinking of it in such a way where so I could deliver a joke. <laughs> but you do. But I do try to a lot. I just think about it in that way all the time. And so it's like something that I am like will take very seriously. If I can't leave any room for something like that to happen, first of all, that movie will suck forever. There's no amazing movies that don't have jokes. But also, it's like... If you take yourself too seriously in such a way where you cannot have fun, you are missing out and your ability to impact people will be severely lost because people will always be uptight around you and they won't be able to get into it.
0: Yeah, I I don't think those things are mutually exclusive. I think they can work together and it's all about balancing that fun with quality. You know, the, the product is quality. The service is fast. The drinks are exceptional. The vibe is great. And this guy happens to be like, What looks like goofing off, right? but is not.
1: We should have Patrick Melroy on here so he could tell about how he thought I was goofing off the first time I served him espresso. And then he was pissed (laughs) that it was so good. (laughs) Who's this
0: chump? He made me set my bag down. Oh, he's got a nice beach blonde hair. Look, this guy just crawled out of the ocean. What is he doing? (laughs) Does he even know how to work this machine? I do. This thing's got three groups. Can he handle them all?
1: Three heads. Three heads. Three heads and a pump cage. Three heads. Gosh, you guys cut
0: off one, two shall rise. <laughs> <laughs> Hail Hydra. <laughs> <laughs> Anybody else like the do you, Marvel movies? Do you guys do these movies out Anybody here like that? Anybody <laughs> else watch Civil War? Nope. Did
1: we talk about giving away our
0: Encore grinder for those who didn't? Not on the podcast. We did it on Facebook. So we got an awesome donation from Barazza. Yes. Which m- they make the best home grinders. Hands down. If you're going to brew coffee at home, you should probably get one of theirs. They did you, not pay us to say that. I'm a no, believer. 100%. You would be
1: crazy to not get one. For the price point and the quality, you're wasting your money on anything else.
0: You would be a fool.
1: You're a fool. You're a fool. Don't be so, a fool. <laughs>
0: um, they donated us an uh, Encore grinder. Fantastic Same grinder. kind that I use in my house. Same Z's. And we ran a little raffle. Put a bunch of names in the pot. People who gave over a hundred dollars. It was I think one and a half weeks. Yeah, we give it, like, it a long run. Yeah, we because of the holiday seven, weekend and we stuff. Extended it out. So ruffled those up, pulled out a name, and it was Jasper Wild.
1: So Jasper, congratulations to you. Encore will be sending that to your house, and thank you so much, Encore for Enfor, Encore Encore Baratza. I meant Baratza. Baratza will be sending that Encore to your house, and thank you so much, Baratza, for donating to that to us. It meant a lot. And
0: Jasper. You used to work with us, and we're all buds, which is great, and you made a substantial donation to our Kickstarter. Mm-hmm. So thank you very much. And I've much. been promoting it, and that's awesome. So, Yep. Pretty stoked to pull your name out of the tub.
1: I'm super stoked. So I am going to put this out Sunday, and here's why. We are, until the end of our Kickstarter, going to give a bonus prize of a Ride the Lightning t-shirt, Cat and Cloud. There are only currently three in existence. We're gonna give out two of those to anybody who donates fifty dollars or more as a bonus prize. Uh, so if you if you got this bad boy, we're gonna we're gonna give out that final prize. Hopefully on the same day we announce the win of our Kickstarter. So we'll do like a raffle. Yeah, we'll do like a final raffle. Give and
0: two. anybody over fifty gets their name in the raffle. And that
1: these last two shirts will only go out. It will actually that that'll either be the only prize you get or you'll get a lot of prizes. Everybody will win with all the win of the Kickstarter. I really hope we reach that goal. <laughs> I'm not nervous, but I'm excited and nervous. We should be able
0: to pull this off. And by Johnny? we, I mean everybody, you, in the yeah. ethos.
1: We or all of our friends out there. Gosh. <laughs> oh, well, Chris has got to go to to this place called um, Palm Springs? I'm Is that where to you're going? going? The Palm Desert. Chris yeah, has I'm a special Palm weekend. Palm
0: Springs. I've had a trip planned for a very, very long time, and I'm going to go and do absolutely nothing.
1: He's gonna, He's got his beach bod ready to take to the desert, and it's going to happen. Just got a haircut. He did, and oh, some man. fine product. It's really going down. <laughs> it smells like citrus. It really does. Um, again, we have some amazing guests coming. So we got our, our friend uh, Deaton Piggott, actually. Oh, who yeah, f- we've been talking to Dee. Yeah, formerly of Toby's Estate. We got Brandon Paul Weaver, who is formerly of Slate and is a barista competitor, actually still works with Slate up north. And we got ourselves a, uh, who's that, third and final awesomeness? Oh, Jen Apodaca. Get ready, world. We got Various hotness coming funniest. up. And again, if you have any questions or if you are uh, interested in potentially joining the Cat and Cloud team, we are beginning that, that search. So info at catandcloud.com. And again, everybody who supports us. You guys are the bomb. You really are making this thing happen because honestly, Chris and I just want to get to doing what we love, and this is this is part of what we love. But we want to make some coffee for people and serve it to people. Um, and then, last but not least, mm. we may have a fun little um a fun little something something to do with pop-ups coming up in the near future. But uh, that's oh, not here yeah. Yeah, yeah, or yeah. there necessarily. You may
0: be able to get our coffee
1: from us.
0: Before we open, one day at a time, one, one week at a one time. One <laughs> day at a time, one week at a time. So, thanks to some really awesome people in Santa Cruz that we will talk about at a later date. Maybe even have them on the podcast. Yes, talk about some small business owner things, and they're fantastic yeah. people. Okay, um, good
1: idea. Yep, and and then finally, and last but not least, that new uh, uh, magazine called Barista Magazine. They just dropped their most recent issue, and I did a little chat. I guess not a chat, but I wrote in and helped uh, with an article about pop-ups as well. So
0: It's an anecdote.
1: It's, uh, yeah, it's a <laughs> nice anecdote. So you can check out that on um, baristamagazine.com. They have an online uh, view if you don't have a subscription that gets sent to your house.
0: Yeah, and if you want to check out what we're up to on the web, you can find us at catandcloud.com. As always, all our social media handles are at catcloudcoffee. If you want to check out the Insta or the Twitter, hit us up. And, you know, you guys are the bomb. We will catch you next week. I'll see you then or
1: I'll see you at another time. I'm uh, very confusing. Okay, goodbye. <laughs> okay, bye-bye.